Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Tuesday. Wednesday. What day are we in? Wednesday. Right? I think it's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday for everybody if you're here. I think it's Wednesday. I'm almost sure it's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday for everybody who's joining here live. Happy whatever day of week it is for you. Maybe it's Tuesday. I don't know. I can't tell. Oh, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. I know that now. It's Wednesday. I'm telling you how I know based on like kids camp schedules. I'm like, wait a second. I don't know. It's summer. There's no days in the summer. Thanks so much for being here today. We were talking yesterday about this concept called stick week. I shared my life with you guys, literally, even the crazy stuff that I make up. I'm sure stick week is found somewhere in a different, more important, fancier term. I just never saw it. So I want to just go back to that concept just for a few minutes today as we sort of bring back some ideas that we've been talking about here. Just as a heads up, I think next week will be our last week of the season. And then we'll go into some sort of summer hiatus, which I'll I'll get to next week. Our minds, as we keep on speaking about this, and I think the more we talk about it, I hope the clearer it gets, is that our minds really go through different phases before it can adopt new things. The work that we're doing now is building the inner aspect of who we are. We're trying to be inner people. The reason why we're doing this on a show like this is because unless you were blessed with incredible people around you always, or you grew up in a world where this didn't matter. I know people like this. I'm sure you do too, wherever your denomination or religion is. But I can tell you from me personally, I have been to neighborhoods in Israel that, at least from my eyes, seem impoverished. And when you delve into the people, when you meet the people and you spend time there, not like you're visiting, but like you know, you realize that these people are living in little cocoons of spirituality and they live in these worlds i've seen them where materialism is just not valued you have to eat but nobody like you know comes home with you know this incredible material trophy and everyone's like blown away they want you to be successful in life I've seen these places, it's unbelievable, where they really are, they really value spiritual growth overall. And in these places, not every place is so perfect, but I've been there. I've I've seen these places. And And these environments, they're really, their neuroplasticity, their exposure creates inner people, creates people that have a whole iceberg under the water that's filled with things that they do and that they know and that they learn and that they 
is sacrifice, which nobody knows. Filled with ideas where they're constantly, so to speak, living in this world and living above this world. And they're the happiest people I know. I'm not saying they don't have challenges, but they're the happiest people I know. And by the way, just if I can go all the way back, when I was a high school student in my gap year in Israel, the most inspiring moments that I had in Israel, when I was sort of finding myself, if you will, at least my spiritual self, which I'm still finding, trying to find at least. But back then it was much more acute. I remember my most inspiring moments not being moments where someone got up and gave this speech or whatever it was. It was moments of sitting in these, these homes, these apartments, just seeing the interaction between husband and wife, between children and parents. And just like it's, it doesn't exist in material worlds. We, we're great people. We have great parents. I have incredible parents. Baruch Hashem, thank God. I hope I'm a good parent. We just happen to live in a material world. We just happen to live in a world that is distinct from other parts of the world where their whole environment is spiritual pursuits. And so what we need to do is start to build neuroplasticity that enables us to be more inner people in the world that we are in in our world, in our environments, because that's not only going to enable us to get through our own obstacles, it's going to enable us to inspire other people by our actions. It's going to enable us to, to be a light to those around us. Not because we say the right things or have the right lines. It's because of who we are. Because inner people shine. You know, one of the great stories, I mean, the Bible, the Torah is filled with stories like this. And as you know, the most inner person out there was a man named Moses, Moshe. And as the Medrash says it, there was an extra letter in the Torah. In the Hebrew, when you spell the word humble, it's spelled Ayin nun vav anav. But there's one place where it was spelled with a yud in there too. They spelled it ayin nun yud vav, and one place where it wasn't. And the story is that when Moses was writing over the words through divine inspiration, God wrote, Moses is the most humble man. And Moses is like, I'm not writing that. Just listen to this exchange. It's so big. God is infusing his inspiration into Moses who's writing at down the words of their, it was called Ruach whatever high level of basically having God channel through you. So Moses was really a conduit of God writing down the book. And in that portion, God dictates, so to speak, Moses is the most humble man. And Moses goes, I'm not writing that. It's like, I'm not giving you an option. Like, this isn't like a, this isn't a democracy. Like, I'm just, I'm telling you what to do. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not writing on those home men. I'm not doing that. And they negotiate. Can you imagine this? 
Moses and God negotiating for the line. Moses is the most humble man. And the measure says that Moses ends, they end up coming to a deal. Like, how Jewish is this? How Jewish is this story? They, he makes a deal with God. All right, listen. It's four letters. I'll give you three. God's like, fine. <laughs> this is perfect. This is perfect. They're handling letters. And then the Torah says, Ayin Nun Vav. And it's not spelled in its fullest sense. Lamedrish says that Moses took the extra ink that he saved with that little dot yud and he wiped it on his forehead. When he came down from heaven, he glowed. Just so you know, by the way, for those who are history buffs, that's why they used to think that we had horns. For like lots of years, people thought that we had horns. You know, this whole thing that Jews have horns. It's because Moses glowed and the way they painted the glow was horns. So they thought that we had horns. Love it. Anti-Semitism is hysterical. We, we have a whole show on anti-Semitism. They got good stuff on us. Like funny stuff. Like the whole blood matzah thing. Like if you even know a Jew, we're like crazy about blood. Like whatever. They're creative. I'll tell you one thing. Anti-Semites are creative. So this is one of the things. Horns. It wasn't horns. It was a glow. What does that even mean? It means what we're talking about. Inner people glow. They don't boast. They glow. Those people that you respect in your life that are inner people. That have a part of them that's internal. Everything is an external. Everything isn't about a material pursuit. There's an inner world that they work with and they work on. You don't know why, but they glow. And they light up the world around them. That's our job. Wherever you are, your job is to glow. And people around you may not know why, and they won't articulate it, but you're impacting them. You're impacting them because... We're working on ourselves and the work that we're doing is really the work of seeing the obstacles before us and going through them. By being able to realize that the greatest work that I'm doing in my day is not about the environment. It's about myself. And if there's an obstacle brought to me, that means that I can get through this but there's something internal I need to work on for me to do that. And when I work on myself, when my standard of excellence is my effort, not whether the result comes to me, I am starting to work an entirely new world. I'm working in a world of the internet. I'm thinking like an inner person. I'm thinking like a person. I'm thinking like a person who's in a way, it's irrelevant what happens because it's an opportunity for me to work on myself. What does God want of me now? And I'll tell you, and this is where it gets super hard. Inner people many times lose when they win. 
many times you see people that are inner people and they lose. They don't do the deal because it's wrong, because it's not honest. And they lose. They don't like leave leave the store or you know or leave the, the 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 company and like then they walk down the block and they find the bag of cash. They just lose the money. They lose the money. How it comes back to them, it, it's a complicated story. I don't think they lose in life, but they lose in the immediate in the immediacy of life. And so, we have to be prepared that sometimes in life we may lose the point. The argument, the conversation, we may lose in support. I remember once someone sometime gave me advice about doing shows like this. Not that I'm an inner person, I'm a nobody, but I'll just share with you. And they explained to me how if I really want to like juice my audience, like whatever we're getting in terms of numbers for the boost, like if we really want to like step it up, I gotta leave, I gotta bring more shock. You hear this? Like more shock and shorter, like say things more controversially, like just be more shock and awe in your presentations because like, then you start getting people upset and they argue about it and they talk about it and they start telling people about it. Say things more controversially, say things more shocking. This is what like the advice I'm getting for like doing the show. And if I get that, then my numbers forget about it. And then, then it all starts. Your numbers will go up and you can bring advertisers in. All I got to do is be controversial and say things that are shock worthy. And like this, 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 this guy's like, and then like the next thing, you know, like, you know, you win. And if you don't, you lose. Like you don't just win on the back end. you don't get the same views. It's not, you lose. Sometimes if you want to do what's right, I'm, again, I'm a nobody, but I just think saying things controversially on videos just to get views, I just I don't know if that, that really resonates with my moral compass. But sometimes you're going to lose. But you know what's going to win is the inside. So as I said yesterday, there's phases to how to do this. And then maybe we'll start to move on to the next area. The first phase really is understanding it and wanting it in your mind. And looking at the people that are inner people. And looking at the obstacles that are in front of us day in and day out that we can't get through because we're just operating off the wrong principles. Once we start seeing past the obstacle, once we start realizing that it's not about whether somebody pats me on the back, it's whether I do what's right. Once we shift it from results to effort, from outer to inner, once we shift our thinking, we start going down a whole new road. And that's scary, especially if you're older. I mean older, I mean you're over the age of like 30. Because the world has told us that young people change and old people stay the same. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. You ever heard that one before? I love those expressions. They're terrible. I don't know who's making up all these expressions. It's the same person made up like rockabye baby on a treetop. Like that makes a lot of sense. It's a good way to put a kid to bed. Tell him, tell him that the baby's rocking on top of a tree. When the bow breaks, the baby will fall. Like I don't know who's making this stuff up. 
nice guys finish last. Yeah, in that race. That's what I just said. Not in life. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. You better believe you can. You better believe you can. If you're older, you're going to be like, well, I can't change. This is who I am. I've always been this way. And then you start with the, it's my environment. It's my parents. It's my history. Whatever, 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 whatever. It's not true. We all can be who we're supposed to be. All of us are placed wherever we are in our environments to be the best that we can be in that environment. We're not competing in real life. We're only competing in the material world. And once we start understanding this, we have to identify ways that we can live this way. But what's going to happen is sometime as you start going through this, you're not going to see any results. It's going gonna, it's gonna to feel like you're doing all this for nothing. That's called stick week. That's where your brain starts going. Is this real? The variety is gone. The newness is gone. The freshness is gone. But you haven't put enough work into it to get any of the results. So you're in this little no man's land. All the freshness of doing new things and breaking through barriers and, and, and all the work of effort over results and being able to go beyond self, all that stuff is not new, but all the benefits of living this way and the inner satisfaction you get when you live a life that's right. When you look at what's in front of you every day and blow through it. All that inner satisfaction isn't there yet because you really haven't been doing it long enough. The middle. For the runners that are listening, you know what it's like to manage the middle. And that 15-mile run, man, it's not mile two where you're still feeling good and you're like you're stretching it out. And it's not mile 10 where you're like, you can see the finish line over the hill. It's mile six. There's no turning back. There's no looking forward. There's no man's land. This is like the middle of everything. The middle of the semester, the middle of your life. Hardest time. February. February, for those who live in the Northeast especially. But if we stick through it now, and take upon something, just ask yourself something that you can take on that's effort-based. Where you're not looking for the results to come at you. You want to exert your effort into this area. You want to do what's right. And if nobody knows, great. To build an inner profile. And stick with it. Even when there's no results coming your way. Now we start changing. Now we start creating new boundaries, new models of success. Okay, we'll talk about this. All right, everybody. Have an amazing day. God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.